I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and innovators so they can thrive by doing what they love. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. This is episode 86, and today I'm going to explain how jewelry marketing is different from jewelry public relations and jewelry sales, since the three terms are sometimes used interchangeably. By the end of this episode, you should feel confident using each of these terms and then seeking outside support for your business if you need it. But before I get to that topic, I wanted to share some marketing-related news and research from the past week that caught my attention. First, the Nielsen Norman Group recently shared some research about the use of emojis in email marketing subject lines. As someone who utilizes emojis in her own email marketing campaigns and often notices it in other campaigns, I couldn't help but be interested in this research. They selected 13 real marketing emails from online retailers that had emoji subject lines and then created a second version of each subject line without an emoji. They showed these two subject lines to two groups of participants and ultimately concluded that, quote, people selected more positive reaction words and fewer negative reaction words for the emails without emojis compared to those that had emojis, end quote. As a result of this research, they offer some guidelines for brands that want to use emojis in their subject lines. First, don't just use them for the purpose of jazzing up your subject lines. Second, only use emojis in instances where they will truly add value. And third, be selective about how often you're using emojis. In an effort to bring the in-store jewelry shopping experience online, Signet Jewelers recently launched a new personalized shopping platform, which hosts virtual consultations for consumers making big ticket purchases like engagement rings. This strategy with its new focus on digital service doesn't mean that Signet is just going to abandon its brick and mortar in-store strategy. According to an article from Bloomberg, quote, to keep shoppers coming into physical stores or locations, Signet will more actively tout its selection of in-store services, including repair, engraving, cleaning, appraisals, and warranty inspections, end quote. They realize that the in-store experience now in a post-COVID world will be different, but they're definitely trying new strategies to keep customers engaged and to meet them where they are. And lastly, an article from greenbiz.com explains how the jewelry brand Pandora is striving to use 100% recycled silver and gold in its products and be carbon neutral all by the year 2025. Currently, the brand actually uses 71% of its silver and gold from recycled sources. In addition, Pandora is also thinking about how the company might reduce its carbon footprint in other parts of the business. I was really pleased to read about the company's top to bottom approach to sustainability, and I hope it really shows other jewelry brands that sustainability should never just be a convenient buzzword. 
If you want to get the links to the articles I share in this segment of the podcast, you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com slash sign up, and you'll get a digest with the links whenever a new episode drops. Okay, let's get to it. So in my experience speaking to jewelry entrepreneurs, I find there's a lot of confusion about the terms marketing, public relations, and sales, which are sometimes used interchangeably. Though these business functions often support each other, they are very different. So let's start with jewelry marketing. What is it? Plain and simple, marketing is the act of creating and maintaining relationships. For jewelry brands, that means creating and maintaining relationships with target customers, with the customers who will buy those jewelry products. So marketers build relationships with customers in a number of ways, by communicating the brand stories, by offering value, by reinforcing the brand presence, and demonstrating consistency and reliability over time. Marketing can occur across a number of platforms and through various approaches, some of which can be digital, while others may be in print or even in person. Within digital marketing, which is our focus at Joy Joya, there are many different subtypes of marketing making it kind of confusing. There's search engine marketing, content marketing, social media marketing, video marketing, email marketing, influencer marketing, event marketing, and more. Marketing is important for every brand, even the most established and well-known brands in the world. Consumer needs and demands are changing rapidly, especially in our digital world. As a result, brands must learn how to pivot quickly and adjust their marketing messages to meet consumers where they are. Otherwise, they risk losing out, risk losing market share to a quick and nimble newcomer who isn't afraid to push the marketing boundaries and knows the value of doing so. So what is public relations for jewelry brands? How is it different from marketing? Whereas marketing is about helping a brand create relationships directly with the end consumers, Public relations, sometimes called press, PR, or publicity, is about creating the strategic relationships that will help manage the image and reputation that's ultimately communicated to the end consumer. So for jewelry brands, public relations usually means networking with the press, celebrities, fashion stylists, and influencers, since those are the people who typically decide what's cool and relevant at any given time. A public relations specialist or publicist has a keen ability to connect her brands with editors and influencers. She's always looking for opportunities to place her clients' pieces in the right publications and with the right stylists for celebrity borrowing. She also has her finger on the pulse of trends, so she can pitch her brands and their products accordingly. Not only do PR specialists write and submit press releases, but they also send pitches to journalists and seek opportunities for newsworthy stories. In addition, they maintain and manage a jewelry brand's press kits and lookbooks and provide guidance on communications, especially during a crisis, like all of 2020, basically. Finally, they manage relationships with stylists and celebrities, they occasionally handle influencer marketing, and they can plan and execute media days or other events related to brand reputation. And what is sales for jewelry brands? So while marketing is the process of creating awareness and getting a consumer interested in a jewelry brand and its products, 
sales is the process of turning that aware and interested consumer into a paying customer. Marketing attracts and courts consumers, and sales makes the big ask, going directly for the conversion. In a retail setting, the salesperson usually helps guide the shopper, who may have a vague idea of what she wants to buy and helps her make the best purchase for her. The salesperson educates the shopper on benefits, features, and pricing. The salesperson keeps the shopper engaged and in the store with the goal of making a sale. In a B2B setting, the salesperson or sales team that represents a jewelry brand may sometimes travel to retail partners to show the product in person. The salesperson or team may act as a brand representative at a trade show or other industry event. In addition, the B2B sales process may be managed by a third party who owns and runs a wholesale showroom, which is a space, either physical or digital, that offers a link between a jewelry designer and a global market. So buyers from retailers will come to this showroom, view the products, and then make the purchasing decisions for the stores that they represent. Without marketing to warm up the consumer or retailer, however, each one of these sales interactions would be cold. But in an ideal marketing situation, marketing creates the awareness so that the salesperson or team can interact with an aware and informed audience, thus increasing the chances of making a sale. For direct-to-consumer e-commerce brands, sales plays a less traditional role in the buyer's journey because the consumer is only really interacting with maybe social media, definitely with the e-commerce site, and not with a traditional salesperson. As a result, calls to action strategically placed throughout the site and sales-driven email marketing campaigns become really important because those things invite the consumer to make a purchase after marketing has done its job. Ideally, you'd be focused on developing all three functions in your jewelry business so they can work together harmoniously, supporting each other and your growth. But if you can only focus on one at any given time, you'll definitely need to examine your short-term and long-term goals and then decide which of the three could most effectively help you reach your target customers. Marketing without sales is sometimes too passive, but sales without marketing can feel like shouting into a vast canyon. Public relations without marketing can make a brand seem a little distant and unattainable, while marketing without PR can sometimes feel a little bit self-congratulatory. What do you think? You can always email me Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com to share your thoughts, questions, and feedback. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.